Pour me a tequila shot, bitch. Okay. We're trying a new tequila today. Courtesy. I'm gonna drink a lot of water. Of Katie's recommendation. Yeah, she. I'd like to clarify, she did not buy us the tequila. But if you want to send us tequila, let us know. <laughs> we will happily take tequila donations. Cheers. Oh, that's pretty good. Better than Hornitos. <clears throat> How do you pronounce that? Es, Espolon? Espolon? Espolon. We're drinking Espolon. <laughs> okay. Well, say it like that. Fine. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hot Boys Podcast. Yeah, it's been a quick minute. It's been a little while. Also, it's really hot in here. Out of nowhere. It's been cold in here all day. Maybe it's my anxiety. No, I've been hot since we got back. Oh, okay. Mm. So, yeah, it's a good thing y'all can't see it because we're sweaty boys. Yeah, I'm a little sweaty too. We're today. sitting in a sauna right now. It's probably because we invested in this sauna that we're sitting in. That's kind of a bad idea for a set. A sauna? Yeah. Why? Because I would feel absolutely disgusting. I feel absolutely disgusting recording in this sauna right now. But afterwards, you'd feel really good. <clears throat> True, because it would get us our hour in the sauna. The best way to do a sauna podcast would be if it was a very toxic podcast, but it's you getting all your toxicity out. <laughs> that yeah. is a really good idea. What would you call it? I don't know. S sweating out the shit. You don't get to name things. <laughs> no more naming. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. I was lucky enough that Hot Boys was a joint effort. I didn't have to do that by myself. Forever. Um, I think I burp more with these microphones because with our old ones, they had the mute button. So I just true. mute them and burp into it. You'd really have to reach over here super far. Yeah, it'd be too much of a pain. So y'all get to hear things coming out of my body. <laughs> I never tried to mute the throat noises because I think they're quiet enough. But then I, when I was editing... Like a couple episodes ago with these, I heard several throat noises and I'm like, oh, damn, they're a lot more sensitive this time around. Yeah, you're a lot throatier now. <laughs> throat game on point. That's what, that's what they <laughs> that's what they say. If you have never listened to the Hot Boys podcast before and this is your first episode, welcome. We hope you come back after this. No, you better fucking come back after this. You're contractually obligated. Mm -hmm. Once you've heard this part, like there's no going back. Yeah, it's too late. It's like playing the game. Right. So now that you've heard this, you you actually can't exit out of this episode now. And uh, you have to become a loyal follower, which is why we have millions now. Yeah, and you blindly accepted, you know, Spotify, Apple yep. Podcasts. You accepted their terms and conditions, which actually give us exclusive rights to... <laughs> your metadata and where you're located so <laughs> we'll know if you don't continue listening mm -hmm. um true. so yeah don't fuck with us so welcome welcome to being a hot boy 
God. You might as well choose to have fun since you can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, how would you how would you sum up this podcast? Because my summation would be two hot boys talking about hot boy shit. That's pretty much it. That's actually all I had. I thought I was going to have more, and then my brain just totally blanked after that. Yeah, it's pretty succinct. The only other thing I could think is maybe like two bros sitting in, in a, a hot, hot room. A hot room. Five feet five apart because they're not. Sitting closer. <laughs> <laughs> because our mics would pick up too much feedback. Yeah. It'd be irresponsible as the audio technicians that we are. Today, my wife, Kennedy, made the ultimate decision to just start shaving one of our cats. And now I'm just very distracted by our half-naked cat walking around. She's pink. She is pink now, which is weird. For those of you who have been to our house, Chummy now has a very furry head and feet and no other hair. Oh, her and tail. tail. And tail. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if we shaved her tail? That'd be Cat weird. Cat tails that are shaved are weird. That'd be so weird. I st- How do you feel about naked cats? The same way I feel about all other cats, I think. You think? Yeah. Living with cats has made them lose their luster for me. Mm. Yeah. You grew up with cats. Yeah. And then you had like a break when you went to college. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, once you moved out here, you've had a break from cats for quite some time. Yeah. And I think it exposed some sort of like minor allergies when I spend too long around them. Mm. Is it possible to like get over those? Because I feel like when I was younger, I had crazy cat allergies until like we started hanging out. And, like, Kennedy and I started dating and stuff. And I think just... you just don't realize how much worse you breathe now than you used to as a kid. <clears throat> I'm just used to it. Yeah, I think if you were tossed into your child body again, you'd be like, <laughs> I can breathe so well. I'm like, oh, my God, this is what oxygen tastes like. So, yeah, I think your problem is you just become used to them. Mm. That could be the case, so You're probably actually. still deathly allergic. <laughs> you look terrible all the time. Yeah. I, you know, I... Like Reflex. you, nev- you haven't opened your eyes fully in like years. They're just so I swollen. I haven't seen the sunlight in eight no, years. No, they look like little buttholes because they're just so puffy <laughs> on all all the sides. You just got little, little two little buttholes right on either side of your nose. That's one of the more disturbing images I've had in my head in quite some time. I like it. It's some Rick and Morty shit for sure. Oh, true. Yeah. Or um, what's that dude? That draws all the really like... Oh, some Meat Canyon stuff? Yeah, Meat Canyon. I can see him drawing something like that. All I'm saying is if any of you out there are at all artistically inclined, or if you're not, and the thought of Cody's face with butthole eyes sounds (laughs) like a creative endeavor you'd like to go on... Don't send it to me. Fucking send us... Just send it all to to our DMs. I don't want to see it. I do. Corbin will look at it. Well, and enjoy it. More realistically, Cody's going to see it. Yeah. And then he'll show me. And then I'll send it to you. <laughs> so, please. If you really feel like taking the time to draw buttholes on my eye sockets. Even if you kind of feel like taking the time. I wish. So, I mean, like, Meat Canyon draws some crazy shit, but mm-hmm. he's so talented. Mm-hmm. There's like other artists out there that you see like um, on TikTok. I see all these people that literally just like smack charcoal down and then start drawing with their fingers and this little eraser thing. And they make this like 
beautiful face on this giant canvas. And I just wish that I had an inkling of that sort of talent with something artistic. Like, I don't hey, even understand what it would feel like to do that. How about you stop taking all their hard work away from them? You're not artistic for the same reason I'm not artistic. We're fucking lazy. <laughs> we didn't put any time That's into true. developing that skill. That's true. They. I chose to get really good at rolling joints. That's where I, <laughs> I spent my 10,000 hours. That's fair. I don't know what you did. You went to college like a fucking idiot. I <laughs> I uh, had anxiety and learned how to become a people pleaser. That was my 10,000 hours. Um, yeah, it's just amazing. Like people out there that put in the work to be artistic and like develop that style. I am amazed by it every time I see it. Like the fact that they can take just an empty space and just like... See, like, uh, have you seen that dude that draws with the really thick sharpies, and he just fills up a bunch of space? Like, he just starts. He doesn't have a plan, but he just draws little like doodles, clouds with faces on them, and like a pencil, and then like another like weird little squirmy guy. Like, oh yeah, all these no, things, no, and it about. just like builds into this giant canvas, and he just sits there and plugs away at it. There also no, is like my, a girl that does something similar, but my favorite is this uh, one painter. He paints like rappers. Mm. And then he'll, like, put it out on Twitter and be like, I painted you. And then when they don't reply, he gets mad and, like, sets it on fire or throws an axe through it. <laughs> and then paints on top of that a new rapper and says, this is my new favorite rapper, the best rapper in the world. Or, like, no way. best singer in the world. And then they'll, like, put it out on Twitter and be like, I painted you. And it's just a cycle of it. He's painted over the same canvas multiple times. And he's, like, <laughs> stitched it back together and, like, set it on fire. And it's That's great. pretty awesome. How do you feel about, like... And I don't actually know if this is true. I'm still kind of skeptical of this. There's that Banksy art piece that once it got sold, the frame had like a built-in shredder into it. And it sold for like a dumb amount of money. Do you feel like that was real? Or do you feel like that was like set up? I don't know. I've, I just feel like it has to be a setup because I just don't understand why Banksy would sell his art because that seems very... That's what I thought, Not too. really what Banksy's message is. I guess he's kind of like anti-capitalism. Capitalism, so. But you can yeah. still buy things outside of capitalism. You can still sell things. And, like, but, like, the thought of him selling something for, like, an insane amount of money just doesn't make sense. I think it was auction. But then again, people sell out all the time. I would. Yeah, no, fuck yeah. We'll sell out. We'll sell the fuck out of this podcast. <laughs> we get one sponsor, and we will overload this podcast. Yeah, with. I'll tell you how much I fucking love HelloFresh, <laughs> dude. Dude, for real. HelloFresh, BetterHelp, uh, honestly, anything. We'll take it. But I, I feel like I have a hard time believing that one. Also, the video of it, it just looks like. Uh, like silent library like it looks like filmed very weirdly to me i don't know if you're out there and you know or you've i mean we could probably look it up honestly i should just take the time to look it up see if it's real yeah. fake. or banksy just let us know yeah what's going on our boy banksy did you sell out <laughs> are speaking, you a sellout capitalist bitch speaking of sell i'm gonna start fucking spray paint about you speaking of sellouts i want to talk about pizza chains because mm -hmm. the other day we were macking on some pizza. Actually, this was a while ago. 
And we were talking about the, we were just rating different pizza chains. And we're definitely, like, all three of us in this house, we're all in agreement. You're talking about my jewelry, right? What do you mean? My diamond-studded chains with pizzas on them? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about specifically your iced-out jewelry. Yeah, with ruby pepperonis. Mm-hmm. And emerald uh, jalapenos. Yeah. And sapphire anchovies. I was just going to let the silence <laughs> sit with that one. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything blue. I guess. Anyway, we were talking about pizza chains. <laughs> Blueberries, you idiot. Fuck. <laughs> My favorite pizza chain. How topic. did I not think he about knows. that? There is a significant divide between the higher and the lower ranked. The lowest ranked being Papa Murphy's. I don't even count that. What the fuck is take and bake? Exactly. Get the fuck out of my house. I, I'll go to the fucking freezer aisle where I can buy it for <laughs> right. later and then have it already ready. You're having me leave my house to go mm-hmm. pick up a pizza that I then have to cook in my oven. I'll just get fucking Domino's. Isn't Papa Murphy's kind of expensive too? Like I feel like the last time I've had it. I don't think I've ever bought it for myself. I feel like I remember it being kind of expensive. Yo, Murphy, if you're out there, you don't deserve the title Papa. Okay. <laughs> That's dude, and Papa John, he went off the deep end there. Yeah, but it's still called Papa John's, but he's not a part of it now. Yeah, they just kicked him out and took his name. Wild shit. But he's Honestly, still rich, which is unfortunate. It's true. It is hot boy shit that they kept the name though. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, and I was just talking about this earlier today too, and I saw it for the first time a couple days ago on TikTok as well. But it was like. So you know the book that O.J. Simpson wrote called If I Did It? Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Where he just explained what he did when he murdered his wife. Yeah. And why. Um, so he lost, like, the civil suit right. against her family. And so they got rights to the book because they couldn't, like, pull the book back from no having way. been published. So they've redesigned the whole color cover. So it just says, I did it. And then if is written super, super tiny, and it's put at the very top of the I. Are you serious? But they get all the proceeds from it. <laughs> and they made it so it looks like it just says, I did it. Because no they've always been adamant way. that he was the one who committed the murder. Okay, that is some hot boy shit yeah. right there. Super into it. Fuck yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. That makes me exponentially happier that that book is out there. Me too. And I'd buy it because I want to be supporting dumb, dumb OJ. That's some like next level, like protest, like middle finger, fuck you. I'm just like, no, no, we can keep the book. That's totally fine. Yeah. Check this shit out. They're like, but this is ours now. (laughs) Dude, that's a baller move. Yeah, I appreciate it. It makes me happy. Damn. I want to know other shit. I want to know more shit like that. Like little... Not necessarily petty, because that is definitely not petty. That's applicable. But, like, little silent protest. Not, anyway, something like that that represents, yeah. like, a good little, like, <clears throat> yeah, take that bitch. I would take Papa John's for sure. Domino's is still elite to me, honestly. Yeah, Domino's is good. That's fine. Domino's is, like, solid. It's not life-changing. You know what you're going to get. I've said it you- before. I'll say it again. I'll fight any of you motherfucker who says I'm wrong. 
Little Caesars is the best value out there. Crazy Bread's wonderful. Mm-hmm. The, the, Give me um, a little $5 cheese, hot and ready. Hot and ready, that's what it's called. And that's like, pretty good. I'm good. Even if it's like undersalted a little bit, I just cry on it, and then it's perfect. <laughs> Can like they be undersalted? I don't know. I've never had one that wasn't perfect. But just in case. Yeah, just in case. You got your backup. Yeah, I don't, I don't grab the Parmesan cheese packets. I just, I cry. <laughs> Tears of fucking joy. <laughs> that you have a, a hot and ready. Yeah. Like, Little Caesars existing makes me mad at Brutus. I've only Little had, Caesars is trying to get pizza to the masses. I've only had Little Caesars, like, twice, maybe. Three times. Yeah, it's because you're a big dum-dum. <laughs> How do you feel about Pizza Hut? I fucking like it. But I admit Same. that it's shit. Do you but remember? Like was it when we lived in Utah or was it when we lived here in Washington? It was here. <laughs> yeah, that one night you and I were, it might have been on the podcast actually. We were talking about Pizza Hut or something. And then we were like, do you want to go get that party box Pizza Hut yeah, thing or whatever? Yeah, fucking slapped. It was amazing. And we got breadsticks and then we got two square pizzas. I think I wouldn't so get the good. breadsticks again. I think I'd get one of the shitty sodium-rich pastas because Pizza Hut's breadsticks, I will say, kind of lacking. Oh, I kind of like them. But I love way. their deep dish. Their deep dish pizza oh my God. is their so deep dish greasy is and so disgusting. Good. And I'm, ugh. It's so like good. You can just suck the grease out of the bun. It's like a little sponge. <laughs> It's like a little scrub daddy on the bottom, which is a scrub daddy that's soaked in, in fucking grease mm. and then topped with cheese. It's great. And then they've got the good, des- like Kennedy is a fanatic for that cinnamon bun dessert. Oh, the Cinnabon dessert? Yeah, the little mini. That's because they're pretty good. Cinnabon is elite. I feel like Domino's and Pizza Hut are usually our go-to Number one, because you know what you're getting. And two, they always have the most consistent, cheap deals. The fact that I can get like a full two-topping pizza or whatever it is for seven bucks. I still think the better deal as of late has been Costco. Costco's is crazy. Full Costco's off for ten bucks. And it's it's a huge piece. It's a huge pizza. I've also started eating their hot dogs more Was it good? I haven't had... I hadn't had a hot dog for eons it have been mm. fucking eras of my life those chicken bakes, you know, so generations had come through i was a being born with the boomers last time i had a hot dog <laughs> but then one day i was just like i want a hot dog so i got a hot dog dude it's a dollar 50 you get a drink you get a dog you're good to go wasn't there a big um, maybe it's like a dollar 75 it's under two dollars though i'm pretty sure wasn't there a big argument with the CEO of Costco that he was like the rest of the board or whatever was like, we need to up our prices of our food items. Like, yeah, it's just but not I think they came out and they're like, we're never changing the price of the, because I'm pretty combo. sure he said like, I will run this company in the ground. I don't know. He threatens something I feel like. And they were like, okay, all right, we'll keep it at one fifty. I think they did try to release like a roast beef sandwich that was like 10 bucks. Oh, it's there. I oh, saw it the it? other day. So weird. I saw someone order it, and I was like, you're psycho. No, if I'm feeling fancy, I'm getting a chicken bake. Yeah, exactly. The chicken bakes go so hard. My God. I if, love them. I've seen people shove a hot dog down the middle of one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Damn. Not with the bun. They take the bun off. But just the, just the meaty boy. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you've never been to Costco and got yourself a nice little chicken bake. Get your shit together. For real. 
Okay. The other day, sorry, I'm sitting here looking. Number one Seattle Kraken are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We've been... Corbin is, I will say, I'm going to admit, Corbin's a loyal fan. Yeah. I, you've been watching a lot of hockey this year. I have not. I've watched a game here and there, and then I've watched a lot of the playoffs. But how can I not? We live in Washington. Like, we got to support the boys, right? Got but it. one of my biggest pet peeves in life is anytime I go to, like, buy a Mariner's shirt or a hat or a Kraken, whatever... You have to go into those sports stores and stuff like that. And I hate, I hate going into those stores for a very specific reason. It's because the people that work there are like huge sports bros. Yeah. And I am not a sports bro. Like I don't follow sports that closely. I enjoy sports and I enjoy watching a lot of them, but I don't know enough about them to like converse about them. And every time I step into one of those fucking stores, they immediately like come up and they're like whisper in your ear. They're like, Hey, did you see the game last night? I'm like, oh, just fuck. say I'm in here getting something from my dad. That would be good. Yeah. And they're like, your dad doesn't love you. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, I know, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've always like <clears throat> just hated going to those stores for that reason. And I was here at the local grocery store just down the road the other day. And uh, it was like one of the first games of the Stanley Cup that we were going to watch. And I was checking out and I asked the guy, I was like, oh, you going to watch the game tonight? Just trying to make conversation. And he was like, uh, I don't, what game? I was like, oh, the Kraken. Oh, did you become what you hate? I did. So I I was like, oh, the Kraken. And he like kind of just looked at me and he was just like, looked a little puzzled. I was like, oh, Seattle's NHL team. And he just like kept looking at me. I was like. They're in the Stanley Cup playoffs, like the end of the year tournament. It's pretty cool. And he was like, oh, all right, well, enjoy it. And I was just, I like walked away and I was like, fuck, I'm that guy. You would have been so good at Camp Green Lake. What is that? The the camp that he went to in holes. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You can dig a hole once you get started. Dude, for real. It's like. Damn, that one had to sit for a second. I get it. I'm there now. Oh, fuck. Seriously, though. I was just, like, sitting there looking at him like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, just figuring everyone in Washington. Bad on me. Assuming. But, yeah, I really really just felt like a generic sports bro right then. And I almost apologized when I walked away. (laughs) I was so close. And I was just like, ah, it's fine. I sat in my car and just reflected on my choices for a minute. Good. So I've learned... But I felt I was just I've never I've never been that person, which makes me realize how much I've actually enjoyed the Stanley Cup playoffs because I'm like, oh, yeah. I actually care about this. I feel that I love, but I hate at the same time. Yeah. But I will say win or lose, it doesn't like actually affect me. This is like a big problem I have with like it does. I mean, to everybody the next day I started punching old you? ladies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the guy on the news that they've been talking about. Yeah. She's wearing a Stars jersey. That's fucking dumb. Well, I mean, who's going to blame me, I guess? Yeah, she might be here for the next game. I don't know. <laughs> you know where she's going to watch her from? The fucking hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd i like to <clears throat> just put it out there. I've never hit an old lady for wearing the wrong jersey. I have, but he has <laughs> shit talked. No. I, uh, 
I, I grew up with quite a few people around me that when their favorite sports team would like lose, it like emotionally affected them for the rest of the day, if not the next day, which I've just never been able to like, okay, I was brainwashed as I feel like as a kid maybe, and I was that way for a little while. Yeah, I saw you cry at least five times. No, other fuck you. Absolutely not. That is not true. I was definitely out you of that stage. You would just be sobbing whenever they'd lose, <laughs> and you go, and you were blowing like snot bubbles, anime kid style, and you'd be like, I guess I had to lose sooner or later, and then you'd play a really sad, and then like the... <laughs> would play as I Wait. walked back to my room. Why are you playing Christmas Charlie Brown? Is <laughs> <laughs> that your sad melancholy music? Is wait. the Christmas Charlie Brown? Wait, wait, wait! Isn't that the Christmas just the sad peanuts song? Is oh fuck! Here. You're right. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> song am I thinking of? There is a sad peanuts song that plays when he like has walks away and his head is. I don't know what it is now. But yeah, I I was that way as a little kid for like a little while thinking back on it because Kennedy and I were talking about this the other day, but I think I'm out of it for sure. I've been out of it for a long time. I just don't know you anymore. No, it is what like I can't do anything about it. These are fucking professional athletes. They're doing their best. Wow. So. What, you're just all about that toxic masculinity? You just don't feel sad? You just get angry? No! no. <laughs> I'm, I only feel pain and muscles now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, um, I guess I just don't feel as like, I feel emotionally connected to wanting to see them win. Um, but it always makes me laugh because like your mom and Kennedy are the same way. We'll watch like the World Cup or um, the World Series or the Stanley Cup and stuff like that. And on the last game, like when whatever team wins, they're so excited. Like your mom and like in Kennedy, they don't really like care which team. They just like seeing a team win because they get so stoked and like. Obviously, we're all going for the crack and everything. But then they always like thirty seconds later. Then it shows the losing team. There's like the one guy on the ground that's like crying and stuff like that because they're just like fucking put in their whole life's work into this and they just lost. If you're yeah, and they're wiping their eyes with fucking dollar bills, <laughs> and go fuck this. And your mom and Kennedy every single time are always like, "I'm so glad that our team won, but I feel so bad for the other team now." And they like are genuinely like have a, a soft spot. For the team that lost. I don't feel bad. I like seeing them lose. That's, yeah, I think I, I want to watch every bad. single one of the Dallas Stars cry. <laughs> yeah, you're in it right now. Instead of the, like, handshakes at the end of the game, I want them to all have to skate at the camera <laughs> as it also zooms in on their face as they're crying. <laughs> and I don't want them to get to do it in a line. I think they should have to line up at the end and they each have to solo skate. <laughs> straight down the middle of the ice rink at the camera. I will say, I don't see... And if they're get... not crying, they have to do it until they start crying. So I... they have to get back in line. <laughs> just keep... If they don't cry. That's some severance shit right there. I like it. I feel like I don't see you get that, like, genuinely frustrated. I mean, like, we talk about some frustrating things in life and, like, stuff just comes up. 
But like when we were watching that game the other day, you were literally, the Kraken were messing up so bad. And you literally hit a point where you were like, seriously, what the fuck are they doing? And like the genuine, like actual frustration. You were fine after the game, even though we lost. Oh, yeah. You are not one of those people that like lets it affect you. But in the moment, you were like, God damn it. And it was, that's really funny. It's like, you know, the same thing with any show I watch. People start doing dumb shit. I'll be like, yo, what the fuck? True. I have an expectation. The hard thing, though, with live sports is, despite how much it feels like it sometimes, they mm. haven't been written by somebody. Dude. So you really can't bank on that good good. For real. That's what we were talking about. Um, we watch a lot of Ted Lasso in this household. Fucking love that show. Tons of it. And then we started watching Welcome to Wrexham, which is the documentary about the Wales team that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney bought. And as we were watching, we all kind of started to realize it's not a scripted show. And so, like, your team that you're pulling for, which is Wrexham, isn't always winning or they're not always on top or there isn't a character arc like there is in Ted Lasso or something. And I remember just, like, it went down to the championship game. This is a spoiler alert. It went down to the championship game in the first season and then, like, they lost and they didn't actually get promoted. And we were all like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> to be fair, like, though. Oh, shit. Spoilers again. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to when we stopped talking about this. They lose on the first season of Ted Lasso, too. True. And we know that they've since been promoted based on keeping up with True. the Kardashians. And, AKA Wrexham. Right. And so that's, it, it actually is a TV show, so... This just in, everyone. Pro sports are a lie. And we're in a simulation. It's all the WWE. (laughs) WWE Smackdown. (laughs) Coming this fall. Can you imagine how much people would lose their shit? If they just found out that Yeah, sports sports. have been scripted forever. Imagine the billions of dollars that have been bet on pro sports. I'm pretty sure, though, isn't there betting for WWE? Is there actually? I think there might be. Oh, God. Maybe not. If there's not, there should be. <laughs> and some people are going to win a lot of money. <laughs> there'd, just be, there'd have to be a way to separate the knowledge of what's going to happen mm-hmm. from the knowledge of where bets are going. Oh, true. Like, they would have to somehow be run fully differently. I don't think it's possible. I'll make it work. <laughs> You become some betting sports mogul. Yeah. Just on the WWE. Yeah. People are going to start calling me The House. <laughs> That's going to be my nickname. The House. Yeah. Get me rich. Place your bets with me. <laughs> yeah. Give me money and you get none in return. You can at most win your bet back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, Kennedy and I were talking the other day. About some of our favorite, like, movie or TV show quotes. Do you have any? Tons. The reason why I thought of this is because Ted Lasso has one of my favorites. He's playing darts. And he talks about be curious, not judgmental. Mm -hmm. That whole scene is genuinely, like, one of my favorite pieces of television. It's a good one. It pulls on my heart dick for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Really just yanks on the hard dick. Yeah, it's an emotional jerk. Mm-hmm. 
just really sets you up for the rest of the night. Yeah. What are some of yours? Glowing. Give us an know. example into the inner machinations of your mind. There, I mean, one of my favorites is Patrick going, <laughs> the inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. Because <laughs> it's really funny. Because they gave him, they put brain coral in because the top of his head came off. And they oh. thought it was his head, but it was brain coral. And it plugged in. And he got real smart. Damn. That is a good one. But then, you know, the unbearable weight of intelligence was too much. Too much to bear. So they put his dumb little thing back on. And he's happy. <laughs> uh, but there's another one kind of similar. It's in Adventure Time. And I don't remember it exactly. But Finn says something like, I'm staring into the deepest abyss of my darkest mind hole. <laughs> and I'm like, I get that. You're like, damn, I I've fuck with that, actually. been there. Mm. I was there, which is why I turned on Adventure Time. Mm. So relatable. And then you're like, shit, I know exactly what Finn is going through. Yeah. That is a really good one. So yeah, there's tons. I mean, I could quote TV all day. Yeah. One in Shrinking, which is genuinely like... Harrison Ford's character suggests he listens to a, a really sad song and is sad oh, for yeah. the length of that sad song. And then you get up and you move on. Yeah, like grieving <laughs> really hard for like five minutes a day. Yeah. And <laughs> in that show, when he's like, Siri, play Phoebe Bridgers, whatever. And then he's just riding his bike and he's like, fuck you, Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> he's crying. Oh, my God. That scene was so good. Because that is genuinely, every time I listen to Phoebe Bridgers, that's how I feel. It's good music, but it's sad. sad I feel the music. same way but about Phoebe Buffet. <laughs> Smelly Cat? Yes. And I feel like she has at least one other banger. Did you watch that like Friends reunion thing that they had on HBO? No. Hmm. It was interesting. I feel like as soon as somebody showed me friends without the laugh track oh i kind of lost my love for it Dude. like it ruined the big bang theory for me i used Dude. to like the big bang theory <laughs> that was and then i the saw worst. it without a laugh track and i said i'd rather be dead <laughs> and so i never watched the big bang theory again after that and i don't think many laugh track shows hold up mm. that was the big bang theory one was genuinely one of the most like cringy ones that i had seen and they filmed that for so long. How do you film something for that long with how awkward and terrible it is? For real. It would be so how challenging. How do you feel confident releasing that first episode and being like, yeah, I did a good job? Yeah, Friends was pretty bad. Isn't How I Met Your Mother a laugh track show? You know, I just tried to restart it uh -huh. not too long ago. So you'd think this would... Have stuck in my head. I have no clue. I don't actually remember either. And those ones are always weird because there are like scenes of them like driving and stuff. I'm like, how can you? This isn't in front of a studio audience. Right. There's one show it works for and one show only. Actually, probably not one show only. But it's fine for like Full House. True. I wasn't watching Full House for the performance. Not Fuller House, though. I didn't even attempt to watch that. We tried. Why? It was a train wreck. There was a part of you that looked at that and said, "I'm sh there's a chance that's good. At one point, yes. And that was like a while ago. Now, no way. Absolutely not. That's sad. That'd be like watching 
two boxers come out of retirement to fight each other. <laughs> you know it's just sad, and they're just trying to get a bag because <laughs> they've had 77 concussions each. Oh, fuck. And they made a lot of bad financial decisions and told everybody to start investing in crypto. <laughs> and then none of that worked out because nobody wanted to buy the punch-punch coin. And then... <laughs> Now they're fucking broke. Watch Punch Punch Coin now skyrocket above Bitcoin. Honestly, if me saying things one day gets the power of affecting the stock market, <laughs> like I've complained about Elon Musk doing it, but I think it'd be fun to cause a little chaos. But I'd do it for the right reasons, you know? I'd just be like, yo, BP's whack. <laughs> And then I just say it like once a week. I'd be like, big oil is probably a bad idea. Next thing you see on the news, it's like new recyclable energy created for the whole world. Yeah, I'm going to fucking. Fossil fuels are no longer a thing. I'm going to chirp the world into <laughs> a better place. <laughs> I can't get me there alone. So all of y'all listening, if you want my chirps to save the world, fucking elevate me. Let me stand on your shoulders <laughs> to scream at the mountains that are big corporate entities. All right. I you have... know what's dumb? What? The fact that we don't tax churches is fucking stupid. For real, though. They make so much money. The they fucking are... Washington State tried to pass this law that was like, hey, if, you know, you find out even in confession that a member of the clergy is abusing children. Will you tell us? And they were like, no, confession is a sacred right. So they're just like, they can just say no to laws. What the like, fuck? Nah. And they won't even give like s subtle hints. Like, I think this kid is endangered. So they could at least go to the kid and then the kid could be like, oh yeah, this happened. Mm. They won't even like say that kind of stuff. Because of confession, for those of you who can't see, which is everybody but Cody, <laughs> I'm doing air quotes, as if confessions mean dick. Yeah, what? That's yeah, insane. Yeah, they can just say, no, we're not going to obey that law. And just completely disregard it. Yeah, they should get taxed. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Most organized religion is run like a business. Maybe not all. I don't know. I'm not well-versed enough to know all. I think all. But a genuine amount of them, looking at you, LDS Church, <laughs> run like a goddamn business, all right? Or you, Joel Osteen, <laughs> yeah. you fucking really strange, odd-looking fucking sociopath-eyed freak. This is a great time to plug the show Righteous Gemstones on HBO. Yeah, I go to that church. Go watch it. Uh, it's fucking funny. Um, I have a would you rather for you. Would you rather? Hold on. Let me make sure I get the wording right. Don't forget my choice if it's ever just, they're both terrible. Yeah. All right. Because my fair. choice in that is always like, I'm just going to end it all. Yeah, that's I'm fair. done. Would you rather grow up living your life like normal, but you always have a little baby soft spot in your skull? Like, as an adult, you just always have, like, a part of your skull that just never develops. If that was the case, I would be dead at this point. Or. Yeah. Would you always 
or would you rather have um, baby teeth? <laughs> so baby soft spot or <laughs> baby teeth? Soft spot because then I would be dead by now and I want to be living with it anymore. Fuck. Now here's your option. Such a gnarly answer. Baby legs or baby arms. <laughs> Honestly, I would go baby arms. Baby legs, but adult dick and balls. <laughs> oh, you couldn't get around. There's no way. You could tie it up. In what? A fucking belt? Yeah. Absolutely Fucking not. suspenders. <laughs> Absolutely not. The inconvenience, like, you could get prosthetics or something to help with the baby arm to adult ratio. You could do that with legs, too, bro. So much harder. So much harder. Why? For sure. There's so much more going on. Trying to walk, trying to drive. Trying to write, trying to type. Fucking... Trying to drive still. They've got. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you think you're just fucking with your baby ass arms whipping a steering wheel around, even if you got fucking grabbers on the ends of them? Yeah, it's an extension to me. You got a mini a wheel. Tiny wheel. <laughs> with a full size airbag in it still. <laughs> I would still do baby arms. Baby legs or baby neck? <laughs> Fuck. So your head's just always lolling. Oh my god, you can just <laughs> never pick up. You have to have someone carry your fucking head for you. You could just wear a neck brace all the time, though. Yeah, I'd go baby neck still. Baby legs would be the most inconvenient thing. What if they were strong enough that you could walk on them, though? <laughs> you just like... <laughs> everywhere. No, they kind of have to go out to the side, I think, though. Yeah, like one of those little kid duck toys, you know, with the, the feet that slap on yeah. the ground. And if you really, I do love those. I put one on a fucking treadmill once till the wheels came off. <laughs> it was great. Oh my um, God. I couldn't do it. I would still choose baby neck or baby arms over <laughs> baby legs any day. That'd be insane. Ears. Glasses would be a hard fit. Are they as sensitive as baby ears? Mm-hmm. You, you... Ball every time you're on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even go to like sporting events or listen to music because it's just too much. Yeah. I guess babies can listen to music. No, they don't. It's like water. <laughs> they can listen to music when they can start drinking water. Which is not the weirdest thing about babies. Wait, I've never thought about that. Yeah, there's a certain age when you can start giving your babies water. Otherwise, they should be getting it all through milk. Through like milk. the breast milk and stuff or formula. Whoa. Yeah, because, like, if you drink too much water, you flip-flop some stuff in your blood and you dr basically drown because it can't take oh oxygen God. to your heart. So babies are smaller, so that happens quicker. Babies don't drink water. No, which means, thankfully, what? they're also not allowed to be waterboarded by the U.S. government. So they do have to wait at least until you're, like, a toddler, till they can, can waterboard Can they be milkboarded? <laughs> yeah, that's okay. How have I never realized that babies don't drink water? Never crossed my mind. Yeah, it's one of those things I don't really think about. Speaking of... Which, they're really on easy mode, kind of. They're just like, you know, like got poop on you? No? All right, here's some bottle. No poop, no bottle? You probably just got a fart. There is something about every other animal in existence. The newborn has some sort of, like, functionality and, like, self... Uh, 
preservation. Yeah. Yeah, except human babies. Except human babies. They just, they're like, I'm in the grass. But that just black stretch of whatever that is looks fun. And then like, I'm going to mm-hmm. crawl out in the road. You're like, you dumb fuck. I mean, I guess animals do that all the time. Or they're like but, in the grass and like, oh, I'm going to try and shove as much of this grass in my mouth as I can. Whereas yeah, like they're a like, baby giraffe gets plopped out. Like, I'm going to go down these stairs. Right. Like, that's so terrifying. And like, yeah, it's quite A giraffe comes out. And it's standing within, like, an hour. I guess being bipedal is probably a little harder. True. A little more balance involved. Although, have you seen baby horses, dude? Those things have no fucking clue what's going on for, like... But they still can stand and stuff pretty quick. True. But, like, they're think so about shaky. it. so shaky. Baby <laughs> birds just fucking chill there, and they're like, puke in my mouth. And then the mom's like, you better fucking fly, or else I'm going to murder you. You know the worst thing about the animal kingdom, though? What? Have you ever seen a, any kind of baby marsupial? So, like, the kangaroo pouch, everyone's like, oh, it's really oh, cute. Oh, The yes. kangaroo's just born and jumps in the pouch? Nope. No. The kangaroo squirts out this little, like, barely passed egg and sperm. It's like, as soon as it gets <laughs> legs, it, like, waddles out all gross. And it's like, what's up? And the mom's like, get in this fucking pocket. There's a teat in there for you. Mm-hmm. And then they just sleep in that and suck on it. Yeah. And then, like, baby koalas, theirs is backwards so they can eat their mom's shit. What? Yeah, because they can't digest the... There's like a certain enzyme in eucalyptus that they can't digest, but their mom can. So she does it for them, and then they just go... (laughs) And just nibble on shit for a while. What the fuck? Yeah, koalas are gross. Did you also mean that the... You said it's backwards, the pouch is on their back? No. Oh, no, it's... Instead of being like their head, the mom's head can't look down at the pouch because the pouch is facing out the direction that her ass does. The pouch opens towards the ass. Yeah. So that they can stick their little. Yeah. Gross. That's disgusting. I hope that's true and it wasn't just a really convincing (laughs) fake documentary on YouTube. But someone messages us like this whole like scientific article about how baby koalas don't eat their mom's shit. And we're like, well, the good news is you learn koalas aren't really all that important to the world. So I don't think understanding them is really all that (laughs) necessary. I saw a video the other day about the development of a baby kangaroo in the pouch. That shit freaked me out. I didn't realize. Yeah, it's like a little they're gross squirmy thing in there. And then before you know it, it's a sea monkey. And then, yeah, before you know it, then their feet are sticking out of the damn pouch because it's so big. And those pouches are dirty. Speaking of, isn't it like a womb technically? Yeah, they're like sticky inside. Like you would, everyone, you know, myself included, thinks of it. It's just a fur lined piece of fabric that she's stapled all around her. Right. It's like, no, it's it's ooey gooey inside. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in there. There's a lot of just weird things. Yeah, Animal Kingdom's wild and out. Like, there are toads that give birth out of their back. What? Dude, did you not watch a lot of Animal Planet growing up? Because it was no. a staple in our house. I did a lot of How It's Made. That was on Discovery Channel, so. Mm. I did that, too. But what'd you do for the other, every other hour of television except for the one hour a day that was How It's Made? <laughs> I don't know. We didn't do it. Yeah, we didn't do a whole lot of Animal Planet. Some, but not a whole lot. Animal Planet was great. Animal Cops. The mm. most extreme. <laughs> was fucking rad. What was... Um, we did watch Crocodile Hunter. Crocodile Hunter's great. Mm. 
Um, there's another dude with like dark hair. Maybe that was the most extreme dude. No, the most extreme didn't. I I don't even think it had a host. It just did oh. a countdown. Oh, it was like I do remember that. It one. was like current like those companies that just make a bunch of YouTube videos that are mm-hmm. like. You'll never believe these 10 things that happen in Hollywood. <laughs> One. Yeah. It was like, like that. The, It'd be like 10. It's the watch mojo of yeah, network exactly. television. But better because it was just, it was less them talking as much. Or the talking was more entertaining because it'd be like 10. The crazy jumper frog. Mm. This frog can jump 70,000 feet, <laughs> and he's got a stinger in his dick. And you're like, whoa, if that's 10, what are the rest going to be? Number nine, found in the deep, dark roots of the rainforest. You've got Jumpy Jumpy Doolittle. <laughs> he has razor blades for fins. And his kick is so strong, it would crash an airplane. Dude, you're like, what the yeah, fuck? Like, there's shit like the, uh, the cone snail. That thing's dope. The cone snail scared the fucking tits off of me as a kid. <laughs> Why? I was, because it can punch. It's got these little fucking punchers up here. Uh-huh. It can punch so hard that it creates a tiny little sonic boom. Oh, I thought that was like a shrimp or something. I didn't realize it oh, was wait, a no, snail. Oh, wait, no. Cone snail is super powerful uh, poison. Never mind. Thank you for reminding me. Cone snail has enough poison to like, I don't know, murder you or something. Fuck. The snail is the one, yeah, with the little punchers. What's he called? Yeah, what the fuck is that thing called? They can also see in like 26 different colors. Yeah, the video of it's crazy too, where they like slow it down and you can still barely see it with like the most high definition slow-mo cameras we have. Yeah, they're wild. But yeah, no, cone snails, yeah, I think they just like paralyze you or something with their venom. Fuck. I did really like that show. Do you remember on, oh my gosh, what was that channel called? They used to do, they used to like, pit two historical warriors up against yes. each other. What Ultimate was that called? Warrior, no. Ultimate Fighter? No. Or, what was that called? But they would do like a Roman soldier Dude, versus like a samurai. Fucking loved it. That, though, there were multiple times I was like, this is wrong. Yes. It's incorrect. They were wrong like, so many times. They said times. that zombies beat vampires. I'm like, and then they put this soft ass fucking stat block of a vampire in there and I was like, fuck you, this is incorrect. And they always balance the numbers out. They're like, today's zombies versus vampires. And you're like, sick. And they're like, there's 10 vampires and 70,000 zombies. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, in a four the by fuck? four room. And you're like, this isn't fair. <laughs> the vampires would never get themselves in this situation. And then they it would do like the uh, simulation loading. And then it would mm-hmm. be like two probably underpaid actors acting out as if they were yeah. like one or the other but i'd be watching and i was like oh it's so sick dude there was one that was like a samurai yeah versus like one of the 300 soldiers or something mm-hmm. i and was I'm, like a kid like this is the raddest shit i've ever seen correct me if i'm wrong sometimes they do like ninjas versus six navy seals <laughs> and you're like what yeah i'm like wait we're talking uh you know medieval or like swords yeah and they're like and overpowered assault rifles they're like the navy seals have night vision goggles and heat sensing goggles and they're like (laughs) but the ninjas can cover their heat signature with ninja stuff and you're like okay 
Cool. And it's like the Navy SEALs tried to call in a UAV bomber. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this that show was pretty insane. Um, and there was also another one on that network, like uh, sports science or whatever. And talked a lot about like the different mathematics behind the craziness of professional athletes. That was pretty crazy. Was that on? Were those on Spike? Spike. That's exactly what it was. Because I think it was also on the same channels. Um, what was it? A thousand ways to die or ten thousand uh-huh. ways to die? Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. One of them was. I still remember it, and I think about it every time I'm in a hot tub. Was it the dude that like got stuck at the bottom? Yeah, and it pulled his butthole out. Yeah. What the fuck? Was that real? I don't know. I mean, my dad always told me, like, we weren't, when we were kids, we weren't allowed to put our heads under the water in the hot tub. Yeah. Because I think there were some hot tubs that used to, like, suck people onto them, and they would just drown. I got stuck at the bottom of a hot tub one time as a little kid. What? My mom had to pull me out. Seriously. <laughs> Why? Did, I was so like you a, didn't know the no, truth about hot tubs? I was literally, like, back in the day, they I were was, like, three people? years old. I was, like, two or three years old. And your mom was like, yeah, he can go spelunking in the hot tub? No, they were in the hot tub, and I think they were like, (laughs) they gave me my scuba gear. Yeah, they were Uh, like, fucking have a good dive. Yeah, I just, I think I like fell off the step or something, and like before they knew it, I like was not coming back up. So could you swim at the time? No. Oh, okay. So like you would have done it in a pool, you just... Weren't yeah, yeah. Swimming. I was just an idiot. I was, getting sucked it might to the not bottom. have even been the hot tub. It might have just been me being a horrible <laughs> swimmer. I actually don't know. I should clarify that with my mom because I actually don't know if like many people know this. Like I haven't actually admitted this much about me. You don't know how to swim. I've, well, I know now. I've watched you. I've saved you on multiple occasions. I think I went to. It was when we moved to like Colorado Springs when I went to like swimming class. Like I was in like sixth or seventh grade. Before I learned how to actually swim, because that was tough. I was absolutely terrified of like deep water. I was learning how to fucking freestyle and backstroke. <laughs> you were doing you were doing like a triple backflip gainers off of the diving yeah. board. <laughs> no, but I was learning how to like kind of swim. Oh, that's cool. I I, I wanted to. It's because I was fat and I was homeschooled, oh, so it was my fuck. gym. Oh, that's cool though. Yeah. I yeah I I was so scared of swimming, but I was too afraid to admit it to anyone that I didn't know how. And me and my best friend growing up would go to this church camp all the time. Like every summer, uh, it was like a two week long camp or whatever. Oh, so sad. And, and your mom would pack your water wings and you try to have to hide them from everybody <laughs> no, no, no. at camp the whole time. Here's the thing is they would have, they would make everyone do this swimming test. If you wanted to swim in the deep end of the pool. And was it like public? Like everyone had to do it, it at the same fucking time. That's awful. Or they did it in like two or three groups, right? That's like your first like uh, ballet test. <sighs> Dude, yeah. At a rock climbing gym when you're like, I know how to do it, but. Now I'm stressed. I don't want to like fuck it up. Yeah. And so so this was like a boys and girls camp. And so this is like everyone trying it at the same time. So you're like, oh, there's there's these like girls that I don't know. And I'm, I got to try and fucking swim now. I get in the pool. And I strategically place myself in a point of the pool where my feet can just slightly touch the bottom if I need to, to pass the swimming test. Me and my best friend pass with flying colors. Everyone's like, yep, good. You're good. You're good. You're good. We get out of the pool. We're like, yes. Fuck yeah. I got the green wristband that makes me able to swim in the deep end. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? There was a split second I remember that was like, oh God. Like, okay, I can swim in the deep end. I'll be fine. 
I'm not going to make a whole lot of use of it, but I've got it. I'm cool. I got the green wristband. Grab a little boogie board the whole time. Next, they did have those noodles, everything. Next day comes around. My friend's like, oh, we should like jump off the diving board. I was like, okay, I can jump off a diving board and doggy paddle my way to the edge of the pool. I don't have to sit in the deep end and try and tread water. Little did I know that panic would set in. I went off the diving board. Totally, I was like, yep, I can do this. I went under and I kind of stayed there for a second. And I was like, oh God, I need to actually get back up. I thought I would just like float back up super easily. (laughs) So I'm just like slowly floating back up. And I like, now it's like panic. So I'm like fucking trying to get up. I'm just flailing all over the place. I finally like break the surface of the water not in the right state of mind. I am like, <gasps> like I'm like not okay and I'm making a scene, I'm sure. Like I was probably so dramatic. Oh no. So much so that the like cam counselor that was the lifeguard at the time had to jump in and like pull me out and just be like, hey, you have a wristband. Are you sure you can swim in the deep end? And I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. Didn't fucking touch the diving board. Didn't touch the deep end for the rest of those two weeks. Ugh, I'm sorry that happened to you. It was so humiliating. Because I know I got out of that pool. I was like fucking coughing and shit. And everyone was like watching because they thought they were about to watch a fucking kid drown at church camp. If it makes you feel better. It was embarrassing. I once cried at the first week of hockey or the first day of hockey camp. Because my skates wouldn't fit anymore. Oh yeah, we much that summer. We talked about this. Sorry, this is like slipping. Your your uh, ice skates, you said, were a big big issue. Yeah, they did not fit because I grew like a whole skate size. Jesus! All the kids saw me cry and then not be at camp, but then be at camp the next day. Oh! So everyone's like, "Look at this brave little boy." And I was like, "No, I just got new skates, dude." (laughs) I was like, "I just didn't try on any of my gear before this." Sorry that y'all all played hockey the day before camp started, and this is my only time to play hockey because I don't have an ice rink as much as I've asked my mom <laughs> to, to simply build, build an ice rink in the backyard. <laughs> it sounded like the most fucking reasonable thing to me when I was a like, kid. Why can't we just not have an ice rink? In I was the like, backyard. just a small ice rink. I don't need a full ice rink. Just give me some small ice. We live in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, I think if I'd had an ice rink, I'd be a really good hockey player. You think? Yeah. When we moved to Colorado Springs, when I was really little, um, and at Chapel Hills Mall, this is like throwback for everyone that's like grew up in that area. There used to be that ice rink that was right outside the food court. You could see it actually from the food court in the mall. I fucking love that place. Dude. And I was so inspired. I wanted to be a hockey goalie so bad because there was a hockey practice one time and I was like, oh my God, goalie looks so If you were watching and there was one kid that was struggling really, really hard. (laughs) Can you imagine? I accidentally the splits on the ice at hockey practice there. Seriously? Yeah, because it was my first year practicing with that team because the hockey team that I played on when I was in Pee Wees, so it goes Pee Wees and then it goes to Bantams. Mm. When I was in Pee Wees, it was fun because I was big. And I only practiced on Saturdays and had games on Sundays. And it fucking rocked. I was like, man, I just got to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> just go to practice on Saturday. Game on Sunday. Call cash a paycheck. Good. We're good. <laughs> cash a paycheck, yes. But 
unfortunately, around Bantam is when kids start getting, like, serious about hockey, I mm. feel like. And they start, like, like getting that competitive. Because that's when you can start checking and stuff, too, so you mm. get more physical. And I was like, but I was excited to check because I was like, I'm a big boy. I can hit people. I'm going to fucking hit the shit Even though I was kid. just, like, the most polite hockey player in the world. And, like, I'd get the puck and I'd just dump it away to whoever. Because I was like, I don't want to – I want people coming after me. Y'all, come on. It's our one game this week. Why do you got to try to take the puck from me? Just give me a second. Let us all have some fun. Yeah, y'all, I thought we were just chilling. Shit. But, yeah, so uh, there weren't enough kids that stayed in that league because it wasn't serious. So they went to this other, like, league for Bantams. And so they were like, well, we don't – have enough players to put together a bantam team this year do you want to just play peewees again and i was like yeah sure why not (laughs) so i did and i had one game day and like there's a reason they separate you at that age because i was already like one of the bigger ones like i was just taller than everybody like the end of my peewee years Mm mm-hmm I grew a lot, <laughs> you know, in between seasons. So you were the biggest hockey player. So yeah, out there. I was just like looking around. And I was like, I did like one game. I was like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go to like a legit team. Yeah, like, shit. So I go to a legit team, and they're, you know, practicing at Chapel Hill. So I was like, oh, this is crazy. You know, this is where I just come for like, just skating around. Like I've never been here in my hockey gear. <laughs> So I put on all my gear and go out and something got fucked up and my breezers wouldn't stay tight. So they kept sliding down. So I looked like a kid who never played hockey before because I couldn't keep my pants up. Oh, no. You were one of them. Even though I had, I've been playing hockey for a while. Right. You just put on the... It's just like the cinch on him. They had just like a pressure cinch type of deal. Right. And it just wasn't working that day. It was just too fucked up. I think I was nervous and something got twisted. So oh, things just weren't shit. working properly. And then we had to do this drill, which I never really had to do fucking drills in Pee Wee. Like, yeah, we like, do, we'd do like crossovers for a bit. We'd like dick around for a little bit. Like, bitch, I thought we were just skating around. They'd be like, they really just did it for warm ups and then mm. they'd let us start playing with pucks. But like, they're like, all right, we're doing this skating drill. Like, you start skating. It was essentially like suicides. Mm. We're doing like our line drills. But then every time they blew the whistle, we had to drop down to our knees and then hop back up onto our skates. I couldn't do that. I was a get all four, get on all fours, get on one foot, get on the other foot while kind of shaking the whole time. (laughs) I was not good at it. I was scared of falling, even though every time I fell on my pads, I was like, that was awesome. That didn't hurt. Still terrified of falling any time. Which I think made me way worse at hockey. <laughs> um, and I was just stiff as a board. I was just... Like, if somebody had just popped me a Xanax, I think I'd have been a great oh, fucking dude. hockey player. Could have chilled. But yeah, I was just too too stiff. Like, yeah, give me a little whiskey binky. <laughs> Put a, pour a little whiskey in my mouth guard. You'd have been fine. I'd have been good to go. been totally fine. But yeah, and we were doing that. And I did the splits. But the sideways kind, the dislocate oh. your hips kind on my knees. Like I dropped down to my knees and then they both just slid in opposite directions until my cup touched the ice. And 
Oh my god. I was miserable, and then I was like, I don't think I have what it takes to skate with these kids. That was the moment. Yeah, and so I went to go get, you know, lessons to improve my skating, but then I was given a figure skate coach, so Hmm. there was a lot of disconnect in her ability to teach me what I needed to do. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, then my hockey career ended. <laughs> hockey, and I sold all my gear early. and used that and my confirmation money to buy an Xbox 360. Nice. Used. Hell yeah. From this website that does not exist anymore. Hell yeah. That's sick. <laughs> so, dude, trying to like think back on like memories of playing sports as a kid and yeah like those moments where you're like your pants don't fucking fit or like your shoe comes untied or you like trip or you do the splits and shit like that uh-huh. it's got to be universal every kid i feel like has got to go through that there's like the all-star athletes that are like whatever they're in the fucking pros now and shit and they never had to go through that shit but the majority of us were right there with you yeah my problem Hell, is, I had to fucking wear rec specs, all right, for like three years, so. Yeah, but you also probably had this attitude that you even sometimes have as an adult <laughs> of like, no, this will be fine. I'm going to keep doing this. <laughs> Until you just kind of, it just kind of ends up working out. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I didn't have that. I was like, oh man, I'm terrible at this. <laughs> all these other kids are better because they actually like focused more on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know how to make sports, like, an actual part of my life. It was just some shit that I did on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Mm, it wasn't I see, I see. anything that I... I didn't think about it again until Friday. Until the next... Yeah. yeah. It was just the routine. When I was playing baseball, this is when I was probably in middle school, maybe. I wanted to be a catcher so badly. I was like, okay, I'm not a hockey goalie. I could be a catcher, though. My legs just were getting destroyed. Like... Having to go from squatting to standing up to kneeling to squatting to standing like over and over and over again was just destroying me. So my parents found these little like knee savers, which were these little pads that sat on your calves um, and strapped into your like shin guards. (laughs) But I was the fucking nerdy kid. I started to realize after like half a season that no other catcher wore these things. And I'm the dude fucking clonking out there in all my fucking gear and I've got these goddamn giant ass pads on the back of my calves because my little fucking bitch ass legs can't take it apparently. And then Dude, sometimes it's hard though. Like I squat I down every now and again. I can hold it for like 10, 15 seconds before I'm like, this is a dumb position. I should Literally. either just commit to sitting down or take a knee. Dude, it's insane. Like I don't understand. I watch professionals still, like any level, honestly. Catchers, any. Any position that has to do that, and it just amazes me. The turning point for me, it wasn't splits. The ball hit the front of home plate and bounced up and went underneath my helmet and hit me in the throat. Ugh, fuck that. And I was just like, it's like literally getting punched in the throat. And I was just like, (laughs) This is going to be an ignorant question because I don't really know baseball. Catcher can't be that hard of a position besides the squatting though, right? Like if you can squat, you pretty much got it down. I don't know. You squat and be able to catch a ball. Like, I guess they're going fast. But. There's like more of it to than just catching the ball. Like number one, you're like the one controlling the position of the other players in the field. 
So like you have certain signs depending on the specific situation of where batters or runners are at. The infield and the outfield need to know how to shift based on what signs you're giving them. I mean, it's definitely, I think, one of, to me, pitching is probably the hardest position. I would fucking hate it uh, pitching. just throwing. It's so much stress, though. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Catching, I would say, is probably, like, one of the harder positions. Hmm. But physicality is one of the biggest contributors to that, I think. I feel like I'd want to be in the outfield because I'd only have, ever have to run every now and again. Like, yeah. I think I'm fairly confident that sometimes I could just stand there and 90% of the fans won't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> and then you make the one diving fucking sick-ass play and everyone's like, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Like, I purposely let it go a little bit before I'm like, all right, I'll start running now. <laughs> I want to be able to fucking jump for this thing. I want some heroic Dude. shit. I only had... Oh, I'm sure they were fucking pissed. My like, football coaches and then one of my football coaches was my throwing coach. Mm. And they weren't nice... At football practice. <laughs> but then, like, even the football coach that was my throwing coach was, like, generally more chill, mm-hmm. but would still sometimes get really pissed at us <laughs> for, like, goofing off. And I was like, dude, I'm throwing a metal ball for practice. Like, <laughs> like we went to a track meet, and he wasn't there. But they were, like, a football rival. Mm. So he took that rivalry into track and field. Because their football coach was also their throwing coach. I see. All sign up for the four by one. Because <laughs> it was just a, an open Which roster is track relay. Meet. Yeah. That's Which, amazing. He should have been fucking proud of me. Do you know how much I bitched and moaned on fucking conditioning day? Where we'd run. <laughs> to then sign up for a four by one. Yeah, and he's not there. We sign up for a four by one and we run it. And we came in fourth place. How many this, he only teams had were four there? Teams. Okay. <laughs> but I say, you know, taking home whatever's after bronze is pretty good for your first, <laughs> you know, sprinting. Right. But then, yeah, he was really pissed at us. So we got to practice the next day. We were walking over to like our weird little fucking gladiator Roman game sand pit. <laughs> and he's just like, no. What are you doing coming over here? And like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I heard you're our new four by one team, so you're practicing with a sprinter today. Oh my god! Here's the problem. He forgot that the last time he coached me as a freshman, as a junior at this point, <laughs> and I said to him, I said, "Are you serious?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I said, "I'll just go home then." <laughs> <laughs> he was probably like, "I do not." Get paid enough. So for then he still he didn't make his practice with the sprinters, and that's some like bullshit anyway, right? Like he was gonna yeah. have us fucking practice with the kids who were doing like four second forties. No, <laughs> fuck off. I love that you got out of it by just being like, all right, I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, fine, you don't have to do it, but just go sprint over there. And I was like, okay, you're not gonna be watching us really, so I'm gonna half ass it all day. <laughs> but then we got rained out, so we had to do indoor practice oh, anyway. Shit. So we couldn't sprint, so we just had to hold PVC pipes behind our arms and practice our throwing, our, like, discus motion. Hell he came yeah. over and tried to, like, talk to us, and he's like, do you understand why I'm mad? And I was like, frankly, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I because even brought up that he should have been proud man. of us that we chose to run. Because he started talking about it, he's like, they're football coaches. You know, a rival of mine, I get a call. 
from him talking about you guys in the four by one. And I was like, do you really think that I signed up for it saying, fuck you? I was like, no, that's not what happened. I was like, we were just wanting to have a good time. And you should be proud of me that I signed up to run. Always, honestly, like looking back on it, I'm surprised I never wanted to do track and field. As social as I was in high school, it's the most social sport mm, to be a mm-hmm. part of. Or like a event, Dude, whatever the fuck you Track call. meets? Track meets. I low-key hated. Because they were on weekends. Oh. Like football was Thursday night because I was JV. Nice. Then Friday night, you go to the varsity football game because we weren't allowed to dress out for it as JV anymore because <laughs> one time we didn't take it seriously enough. <laughs> so they were like, all right, like, JV, you can no longer dress out for varsity practice. And most you guys of them are were now like, in the stands. Most of them were like, no, no, that's my chance to get fucking called up. Like they're acting like they're getting fucking called up to the pros whenever they get to go to varsity football as a oh, freshman. Oh, God, yeah. But I was like, wait. So my Friday is just freed up. Yeah. I can go sit sometimes at the games and eat nachos and hang out with my friends. <laughs> like sick. I'm like, dope. It's going to be way better. Dude. I don't have to panic wondering if you're going to try to put me in against these monsters. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm sure in eSport, like, I mean, I used to play basketball and football and stuff. And there's so many, like, intricacies and, like, weird shit like that. Like, how you wear your pants in baseball that matter to you as an athlete when you're playing it. When in actuality, looking back on it, it's so fucking stupid that we cared about it. Yeah. It's really dumb. I don't think there was any specific way to wear our football gear. We had to have it on. <laughs> well, that's good. Did you wear cups in baseball? Cause oh, fuck yeah. There dude. was one person I remember who I played football with that wore a cup, and the rest of us were just too much like, no, you don't wear a cup. And thankfully, I never took a nut shot. But Yeah. I never wore one in football. But definitely in baseball. Baseball was too scary to not. Because you're catching all them little grounders. There was one time, there was this kid that I played with that... Uh, oh, I've heard this one. Dude, fucking took a rocket right to the crotch. I've never seen a harder hit ball not even get touched before it just hit absolute cup. Fucking cracked that cup in half. Like He was on the ground screaming, crying like, oh my God, he exploded his nutsack. What are we about to walk up to? And he like pulls out his cup and it's literally two pieces. And I I almost died. I was like, what the fuck Fuck is happening? This is insane. I love that there are some cups that they're like, you want your cup to look cool, right? You're like, do you? Yeah, why does it matter? Why was there a sport like Yeah, they're like, let's put graphics on these cups. (laughs) It's made of carbon fiber. (laughs) Doesn't this look like a fucking race car? And I'm like, yeah, it does go pretty fast sometimes. Dude, mine had like a specified air vents in it to make sure you had optimal airflow. Do you remember the weird feeling though of getting your first cup? Yeah, I fucking hated it. Like I was like, I don't know what this is for. Thankfully it's integrated into these shorts, so I guess I can kinda see. Yeah, I never had to do jock strap. No, me either. I always did sliders with the cup pocket in it. Same. This is like a niche market conversation, but if you know what we're talking about, you know. Yeah. I mean did you ever get in a fight with anyone? Did you get to the level where you could fight with kids? No, we couldn't even check. That oh. that hockey camp that I cried at was where we started doing like checking drills and uh, stuff. And then you went back down. So yeah, I was like, no, I want to play real hockey. And I was so excited to hit. But then some kid knocked the wind out of me. Mm. But he got in trouble because he just like cross-checked the fuck out of me. 
I don't know why. Yeah, you're like, bitch, what the fuck? When uh, I remember the first year that we got football pads and all the kids in our neighborhood, we live in a really small neighborhood and there was like, we went for like weigh in because if you were too heavy, you couldn't hold the ball. You had to have a red stripe, which is like fucked. Yeah. But they didn't want like a really like massive kid just carrying the ball and not being tackled. Yeah. And just pushing through. It's like, I get it. But like, really, you got to like call them out by putting a red stripe on their helmet. Like, yeah. That seemed- and then only teach them how to be like a lineman or something. Yeah. And like, the what if they stop growing? We're in fifth grade, like fourth and fifth grade. And kids are, like, running on treadmills with trash bags to make sure that they, like, are under the weight limit. So, actually, I've never actually considered that's really fucked up, honestly. Yeah, it's super dangerous, too. Like, really bad for kids. Um, it's really bad for any humans of yeah, any true, age. Yeah, true. Exactly. But at least adults can make the choice to do that. But, like, yeah, that's pretty messed up. Um, so, we would get our pads, and everyone would come over to my family's house, and we would just light each other up in the backyard <laughs> like we would maybe have teams of you know we would try and do like four on four and stuff we try and do like drills or whatever we thought dude kid we just wanted to fucking fuck each other up and kids would be like trying to run and two kids would just come and just absolutely demolish them see i fucking i hated tackling like every thursday when i played in high school was tackle circuit mm-hmm. and it was the fucking I dreaded Thursdays. Like, Thursdays were me at my fucking lowest. Like, all day in school, <laughs> each period was just a step closer to, to the tackle circles. Oh. And, ugh, it was just... Because I hated football every day of the week. Right. But especially Thursdays. And football would go to, like, 6 p.m.? Are you fucking Jeez. kidding me? That's bullshit. Yeah, that's a lot. That's entirely too much fucking practice. After I spent my whole summer yeah. having to stay in Monument mm. so I could go to work out camp. every morning at like 7 a.m. Dude, that's why I didn't play football in high school. <laughs> oh, it was so awful. I didn't want to do any of that. But I feel like looking back, I was just like, God damn. Sports were a lot to handle in high school with everything else going on. Yeah. No, I'm kind of glad I didn't, like, commit super hard to sports. Well, folks, thanks for watching. Yeah. Or thanks for listening, I mean. Yeah. Thanks for letting us in them ears. Yeah, thanks for opening your ear holes for us to talk to for an hour. We appreciate you. Don't forget, a couple homework assignments. Mm -hmm. The main one being Butthole Eyes Cody. (laughs) If you decide that. to put hair on them, I hate that. Ew. That's your artistic decision. That's so many. That's. I hate that. If you send it, I'm gonna block you. I'm just kidding. I'll bleached probably, or unbleached is up to you. I'll probably look at it. To be fair, yeah, I'll frame it. <laughs> if somebody makes it, it will be framed and it'll be in the background of our official video set. <laughs> you just always set it up. Yeah, gross. Um, hit us up on Instagram, Hot Boys Podcast, and yeah, the links are all in the description of this episode for our Instagram and our Twitters as well. Um, let us know what you think. Let us know what we should talk about. And uh, yeah, 
we're gonna keep it rolling so love you guys go out there do some hot boy shit peace peace